What's up, everybody? Hope you're doing well today. Here we are, Engage Heaven Today. I'm James Levesque, and I want to thank you for tuning in and making us a part of your day. I want to talk today about trust. Trust is so important. I was thinking this morning about Proverbs 3, 5. Uh, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Don't lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he'll direct your paths. And I remember many years ago that the Lord spoke to me and said, I want you to trust me. It was a Sunday morning, actually, on my way to church. I was getting up, getting ready. The Lord said, I want you to trust me. And I said, Lord, I do trust you. And he said, beyond your level of understanding. Boom. I will tell you, man, we love being in control, don't we? Some of y'all are control freaks. You always got to know what's going on. You guys don't know what's happening, where we're going, what's going on, what are we doing? You got to be the one making the plans. And the problem with being a control freak is you're in a boat of faith, right? You're in a boat called faith that will just float sometimes, right? And trust is a hard thing. Trust means your heart needs to be bigger than your head. And although some of you logical folks don't want to admit it, you got to make it emotional. I was talking to a really, really successful businessman over the weekend, and he was telling me about this book about the science of decision-making or whatever it was called. And basically, you got to realize every decision is emotional. And if you are trying to make it logical only, this is talking about business world. If you're trying to make it logical only, all you're going to do is consider alternatives and never move. That's the business world telling you how to make decisions. How much more as people of faith do we need to live in that realm, right? God uses your emotions. And some of you today, the Lord wants you to know the struggle will end when you let go and trust. You just can't have the answer right now. And that's not how God works. You're not going to know every detail. Matter of fact, most of the time, the Lord's going to ask you to take a step and you're not going to know what to do till the next one, right? This isn't like take a step. Oh, this isn't like, here's your five steps. No, it's like, take a step. Oh, okay. Now take this step. You know, years ago before cell phones and GPSs, we had MapQuest. I know I'm dating myself and you would have to go to a computer and a printer, type in your, where you're leaving from, where you're going to. And it would like print out these like 10 to 20 step directions. Turn right here. Nobody talked to you. You had to read it. And there was like, there was lots of arguments over MapQuest. Somebody would be the one reading the maps and somebody would be the one driving and you get lost half the time. And it was crazy. I wonder if MapQuest is a real thing. Like, do you think there's still a MapQuest today? Somebody should check that out for me. You do? Official MapQuest. Go figure, man. Huh? Who uses this? Oh, now it's like GPS navigation. <laughs> They're trying to make it cool. Nah, bro. Way's got you beat. Anyway, you would read these have directions and know everywhere you're going. The reality is most of you get in the car and go places that you don't know where you're going, especially if you move to a new city or you travel. I get in the car every day and don't have a clue where I'm going. I mean, I just moved to an area. I don't have a clue where I'm going. Every day I get in the car, I got to type it in and then just trust I'm going to get there because I don't know where I'm going. And you know what? In life, you don't know where you're going. And you know something? I never. In MapQuest, you used to see like the top 20 steps. All right, we're going to turn left. And eventually, it's going to turn right on Everett. Not when you put it in your phone now. When it's Waze or Apple Maps, you don't even know where you're going. You don't even have a clue. All you know is you type in fastest route, and they'll tell you when it's time to get there. Am I right? You drive, and it says turn left. 
in a quarter mile, you're going to take a right on, you know, Monroe Avenue. You don't know where you are. And that's how it is with the Lord. We get in this car of life. You don't quite know where you're going, right? You just know that eventually it's going to tell you when to turn. But some of you are so scared to get in the car with the Lord. Listen, your heart needs to be bigger than your head. What you've got to connect in your heart so it's bigger than your mind. Because the reality is, if you understand everything going on in your life, you've reduced God to your size. We don't like to not know, which is crazy because it means it's faith, right? Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things you do not see. But some of y'all control freaks demand to know the GPS. You ain't the GPS. And sometimes you may think that you're supposed to take a right in three miles. And God might be like, nah, I think it's going to be 10 miles. You're going to take a left. Actually, that's what I have for you. And you struggle because you've lived your whole life ready to take that right in three miles, right? In, in a quarter mile. That's what you live for. And then God goes, no, it actually was a left in three, not a right in a quarter. You struggle. You get frustrated. Sometimes you think God's not there. Why is it so hard? It's not hard. It's hard because you're trying to control the process. You can't break out into what God has for you if you are determined to control the process. And there's one thing, this whole conversation of trust, there's one thing that will, that you have to embrace. It's not even close. And if you learn to embrace this one thing, I believe faith will be activated further in your life. And here's the deal. The trust issue will change. And that one thing is mystery. Living a life with the Lord is going to require mystery. And we don't like it, right? If you understand everything that's going on, I said it earlier, you're reducing God to your size. Because mystery, hear me clearly, mystery is as important as revelation. Yeah, I said it. It's the reason we trust, friends, is there's a mystery to this. You don't understand everything. And until you're okay with not understanding everything, how are you moving forward? I remember Cheon wrote a book on healing years ago, and I've read almost every book at the time on miracles, signs, and wonders. None of the new stuff in the last 10 years, 15, but I'm saying the old stuff, I've read it all. He had a book on healing, and I loved it. I wanted to read it. The first chapter blew my mind away, and it talked about healing being a mystery, that there are times in your life that you will not understand, and it's okay. No, it ain't okay. It's okay. That there are times in your life that you're just not going to know, and it's okay because he's going to help you. And some of y'all control freaks, you want to know, well, how, did, how come he didn't tell me I would be single at 40? How come he didn't tell me that this was going to go on? Why is this happening? Why is my wife doing this? Why did my husband run off? Like, you honestly are so struggling with something called trust because you want to have control and that's not how life works. As long as you're in a fallen world, things can happen around you. And as long as you are trying to control it, you won't be at peace with what the Lord had. Somebody said to me one time, well, you know, I've been in transition. You know, I'm in transition when I met him. I'm in man transition. It's been like three years. And then he's like past the point telling me, well, you know, I've been in a three year transition. And I was like, no, you haven't actually. You haven't been in a three-year transition. You have told yourself you're in a three-year transition. But God looks at it as you're where you're supposed to be. Faith bomb alert. You're where you're supposed to be. Where did transition come from? And why did you lie to yourself and keep telling yourself you're supposed to leave? Right? Well, I was 25 years old and I knew that I was transitioning to get married and, and now I'm 35. Was that your transition or his? 
God works and walks in ways that we cannot understand, right? He works in ways we cannot see. He will make a way for me and he will be my guide. You know it's true. Like that is what life, like the beautiful thing about life is that there is no certainty. You know what I mean? Like the beautiful thing of life is trust. You know what I mean? I'm just, I've been in seasons of my life where I'm like, it will never change. This is what we're doing. And, you know, two years later, we're doing something else. So funny like that, right? And you have to stop defining years of your life by responsibility, right? Well, this is, I was a student. I'm just in my, raising my kids. What a horrible way to live. Your life's not defined by your responsibilities. Your life is this one beautiful tapestry of trust and you're not going to be exempt from it. Everybody must do it. And the people that struggle the most are the ones that won't let go. But if you trust, you know what you see a lot in the Northeast that I do not see much in the South? Sailboats. It's crazy. These beautiful boats. There are times you can pass through in New England and see like a hundred sailboats in a little pot in the water, you know? And the crazy thing about sailboats is they lift their sail. I don't know how, I don't even know if there's a motor on this thing. But all I know, there is a point where they're just gracefully blowing the way the wind blows. It's beautiful. You're not forcing it. You're not fighting the water. You're not trying to control. It's kind of like the wind is blowing. And when you're grounded, I emphasize the word grounded in the word connected to people, healthy church. You know what I'm talking about. It's a beautiful way to live, right? When you're freakazoid, crazy parking lot profit that's not grounded, you're nuts. It's a horrible way to live. But when you're grounded, lift that sail, friends, because many of you have dropped an anchor a long time ago and all God wanted you to do was lift your sail. All he wanted you to do was trust. Crazy. I mean, crazy. And I'm telling you now, God has such a plan for your life. And all we have to do is embrace mystery, which means not knowing. Embrace not knowing and watch miracles take place. Because the life of faith is not one of control or, you know, there's not a manual of like, it's not all recipes.com, right? You can't just like pull it up and be like, all right, this, 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 this. Okay, boom, abundant life. Nope. We live in a microwave world, but we serve a crockpot God. And some things just take time. And some things are going to be slow. And you may have it in your head that in four miles you're going to get off the exit and God may be like, no, I need you to go a little further on the highway. Why? Why, God? Why? Why? Well, you may not know until you get to heaven, but there'll be a moment you'll look back and realize that I've actually ordained your steps, right? You'll look back and realize that I did have your best interest in mind. It's all about his nature. We'll cover that tomorrow. We'll see you guys out of time. Love y'all. We'll see you next time. I'm out.